0: Welcome to 30 Days of Miracles, of Project of Orpini. This is Saratova Best. Today is actually the 24th of Kislev. It's the first night of Chanukah. Thank God. So let's see a few of the comments, a few of the writings of the Rebbein about Chanukah. The Baal Shem Tov says, Ki Tairi Hinitris. mitris. is eternal and now too, if Tyre is eternal, then even now, we have the spirit, we have the lighting of the Manaira Baruch So again, if Tyre is eternal, and even now, there is the spiritual lighting of the Manaira, so we do know that we physically light the Menorah. Are we talking about the Menorah in the basic We don't know. But obviously, when we light the Menorah physically, there's a spiritual lighting of the Menorah too. Whatever we, the Baal Shem is implying that the manayra, um denotes. Okay. The Mizzet Magid says, Avera gorem When a person does an Avera, chas it creates a, a memory loss. Why? Because if a person doesn't aver, God forbid, a sin, then it causes him doing one, causes him to do another one. You know, like the potato chip thing. Eating one potato chip makes you eat, you know, another potato chip. So if a person does something against Hashem, it will somehow tumble into the next one, and he'll do another one and another one. Why? Because when he's doing this Azeirah, he forgets about Hashem. Once he forgets about Hashem, then he does another I, I, I It reminds me of the concept that sometimes, um let's say a child in school can, uh, get a knas, you know, a, a punishment and have to, a, a consequence, you know, and they have to, their parents have to pay a certain amount of money because they, they did something or spoke in a certain way. Once, once they fell into that loop, then they're probably going to do more things because they're already, you know, they they already under a bad spin, and it's just going to it's just going to multiply and it's just going to become an avalanche, God forbid. So one of the things we want to do is nip things in the bud. We talked about Napoleon today. Want to nip in the bud a klipa? Want to nip in the bud something that isn't good to begin with because it will kind of give birth to more of its own, kind of like a virus. That's what a virus does. A virus takes over the DNA in any given place and it just makes the DNA stop working on it for other reasons and only create more viruses. So an avera, since it makes us forget about Hashem, will create another avera. So therefore, an avera creates um, causes loss uh, uh, forgetfulness, right? But what do we forget? We forget about Hashem. So what does tshuva do? It brings memory. It brings memory. I guess doing tshuva in, increases, perhaps makes a person's memory better. So here's an example of it: shemen zayis, olive oil. Zayis kasha v'shacha, the shemen zikra. Um, it's kind of well known that if you eat olives, you should always, you shouldn't eat olives without a drop of olive oil on them, because it actually can cause memory loss. And the olive oil is good for memory. So, So, what's the connection between olive oil and memory? Well, the oil is concealed inside the the olive. You look at an olive, you don't know that it's oily. Because the oil is inside, so to speak. You don't know that it's oily. So, if it's hidden inside the olive, Well, guess what's hidden inside of an Avera. The tshuva is hidden there inside of the Avera. The chuva hi because chuva is one of the mitzvahs, the positive mitzvah of the six hundred and thirteen. Interesting. You can't do chuva, at least the lower level of chuva, unless you did something wrong to begin with. But you have to do chuva on. Nimsa shaftuva If that's the case, then that means that inside every every um avera comes as a package um it's really a, a wrapping paper for a tshuva that's waiting to be done. Only sometimes the external part of it, the Avera part, takes the front burner. But really inside of that Avera is concealed a mode of tshuva. The Altar Rebbe says, Chanukah, whom me, divises." Seyfim. Hanukkah is not Midiraita you know Hanukkah is not mentioned in the Chumash that you're supposed to keep it but from the Rabbanan, and and we know Asher, the words of the Rabbanan, the words of Taira you know from Taira Shabbat etc they're very sweet to Hashem the days of Hanukkah how many days of Hanukkah we have eight why eight Because the whole energy of Hanukkah is eight, it's a taste of the revelation of the future. Like Shmini Atzeres, it's also eight. Shmini Atzeres is also hinted at in um, not in the Chumash, not in the written Torah, but the words of Mizrabanan. The truth is, there is no wisdom. There is no wisdom that's not hinted at in the Torah. Baraisa and inyan Indian yeter, and in in the Torah, the inyan shmini It's all there and it's all hinted at. Um, the midrash says, follows When we're talking about lighting the Hanukkah lights. What happens when you're lighting the Hanukkah lights? You're lifting up the sparks of the Jew, of the Jewish people. There are sparks within the Jewish person that are resting down here, that are uh, dwelling down here in the darkness of a Jewish person's body. Because you can't compare the body of a Jew to the soul of a Jew. The body of a Jew is part of this physical world, and it's, it's, you know, on a pretty low level. Other than on a, you know, at least visibly on a pretty low level, relative to the soul, which is very ethereal and and very very transcendent, um, etc. And the body is like, eh, from the lower world. So here we have. So when we're lighting the Hanukkah Manayra, we're lifting up the spark of the Yid that's resting, that's, that's dwelling inside his very low physical body. And what do we do? What we do when we're lifting up the sparks and when we're lighting the Manayra, um, we're illuminating the Jew and the physical part of the Jew and, and the whole Jew with the light of, or hachayim, the light of life, the type of and we're illuminating it with extra light. We're bringing extra light to the Jew. <speaking in Hebrew> How do we bring extra light and extra illumination to the Jew? Through the oil in the candle. <coughs> the oil part of the candle light because so there's a wick there's a vessel and there's oil the ikker mit sadjishna oil how does this happen it sadjishna urha bamina khaysh the cryptosnaga issue ayade bir the hip called retinus hazaras mekrandasharshandaka so there's a special light that comes from darkness of cryptosnaga again the body is connected to cryptosnaga and this ex- special light comes through. Where do you find it? How do you get it out? Through the purification and transforming all of the foreign desires and uprooting them in their source. There will be a, a taiva. Hashem has a taiva, a tremendous longing to the beauty that comes from this extra light, the spiritual beauty that comes from this extra light. And how do you come to that light? Transforming the negativity, the evil, to good. And what does it do when you transform the evil to good? You make the face beautiful. You make the face much more beautiful than the beauty of the the rest of the the person so so essentially the physicality of a person is very beautiful, but the face becomes absolutely luminous from this lighting and from lifting up the sparks in a again and so when we we make the face beautiful where the um with ter myths in Ava and era. Um and one more, just a quote from the Radha. He mentioned this is Nerkanika Mara is Kashis Atmas and Shama in the Yakadash Barku. The myths of Hanukkah lights shows on a deep connection, an essence connection of your neshama with Hashem, with Atmos Yisprech. And so a fact, the case, so an Aveira cannot reach or touch that level. And so therefore, it's impossible that there should be a gullus that comes from a it's not possible that any person, any Jew, can really nullify the mitzvah of the This we're saying, Nir is the embodiment of this special connection. It's like Hanukkah and Yudes Kislev are in the same week. Yudes is all about the ma'ida of a Jew. And on some level, Ne'er Chanukah is about that level. That's like the Meida Ani of a Jew. rakli zor baad or. Now watch this, because this has an implication for the time we're in right now. A non-Jew can only come out with a gezera, a decree. baad or ha'ner, b'chutz. A non-Jew can, God forbid, come out with a degree a decree and say, no menorah lightings are allowed. They can do that, right? Roman times, thank God it's not happening in New York State, right? Roman times, Greek times, all of this. A non-Jew can come along and say, you cannot light the menorah of Hanukkah so that you cannot light it so that it shines in the world. Let's say, God forbid, for them to say now, no menorah lighting. You know, in New York State, no public menorah land, God forbid. A non-Jew can only try to prevent that, that you shouldn't shine the menorah out into the world. But the essence of what Ner Chanukah is about, that nobody can touch. A non-Jew cannot stop the essence of Ner Chanukah happening. Which I guess that means in a way that even if, God forbid, God forbid, we weren't lighting Menorahs publicly and we weren't doing them in the way that we're used to. But the very essence of Nero Hanukkah, no one can touch. And that's why we see the serious Nefesh, that people in the Holocaust, had to light the Menorah by, you know, not eating for weeks and saving a piece of potato and bribing and a guard and having a little bit of butter so that they could... Light the Mineralite, light, because it's such a powerful light it's 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 from that place in a Jew that cannot ever be touched and cannot be sullied by anyone. a Ramban, and of course, that's what we know the one cruise of oil it was it was a template for the part of the Jew that cannot ever be destroyed and so, as it says in the Ramban. The nearest Hanukkah, the light of the The lights of Chanukah can never become nullified. shall The darkness of Gullus never touches the lights of Chanukah. or um, shall The world or the Gullus, neither of them can actually ever touch the Chanukah lights. Okay, and the last. Point we want to bring out, which is not one of these quotes, but a a quote of a piece from the Rebbe, is that on the 24th of Hanukkah, the 24th of Kishrei, they won the war. But the 25th of Kishrei is a very, it's the beginning of a very, very incredible miracle of accessing that part that cannot ever be um, defiled. That's probably a concept that exists only for a Jew. In the rest of the world, the idea of defiling something, God forbid, um, has different rules. Probably everything is open game, God forbid, to be defiled. The idea that there's something, there's a level of existence that cannot be reached or found or accessed by the defiling forces because it's on a completely different frequency, that's a uniquely Jewish phenomenon. And therefore, Kranach is the time when that was discovered. Not only did we discover that, not only, perhaps we knew about it before because those who learned Tyra understood this concept, but it became known to the non-Jews, it became known to the world, that there's a part of a Jew that cannot ever be defiled, which sets a Jew completely apart from anybody else. Nobody else has that mechanism in him, you know, a part that can't be defiled. Nobody else has it. So Hanukkah is a, besides thousands of other things, It's an indication to the whole world that when you're looking at a Jew, you're not looking at just another kind of a person. You're looking at a completely different form of creation that operates with completely different rules. And so what we can understand is, for us, when it comes to Hanukkah and the first night of Hanukkah, we want to strengthen this feeling that we operate different from everybody else because we have that part that can't be defiled and can't be ruined, the way we can live our lives with that piece of information, if we took it seriously, it could be a game changer. Knowing that, right, you have this part that nobody can get to, nobody can touch the one clues of oil that not only wasn't defiled, could not be defiled, The Greeks could have never found it they could have never seen it. It was outside their range of vision. The fact that we have that thing that's outside of the range of vision of the world, as I say, can be a game changer if we um, take it seriously and ask ourselves how that's going to impact on our everyday life. So, bench everybody, since it's my birthday, that we should really step into, in a lebedeck, and a uh, healthy, happy, Lively way, not by having to leave the world, but by being in the world, step into that place, that frequency of untouchable, which, and, and, and create our leadership in the world through that, from that place of that untouchable place. There's no vulnerability there, nothing. And may Hashem bench us to step into that place, lead the world from that place, and from there, step into the, the base of the Shishlishi where that place in us was discovered and be there forever and ever in the Gula special Shrashlema mm-hmm. immediately now. Thank you for to everybody.